Hello loves and welcome back to She Podcast. I'm your host Janice. As always, I'd like to start by thanking you for joining me for another week. I truly appreciate you guys tuning in each and every week. I'd also like to start by inviting you to connect with me on Twitter at whiplove underscore she. There you can give me any feedback. I can answer any questions you may have or continue the conversation. Again, that is at whiplove underscore she. So last week I was able to discuss accepting the father's love and this week I would like to talk about the humility that comes with coming into a relationship with God. Um, This is an episode that I wrote shortly after recording last week's episode and then this morning I was tuned in to Pastor Hannah's 4 a.m. prayer and a lot of that surrounded this episode and just like the humility that comes with God planting you in certain spaces and in certain seats and how we have to humble ourselves and constantly check ourselves when God put us in seats to make sure that we are humble and intellectual humility so it kind of tied right into this topic that I had written for this week so I oftentimes say that you know coming to a relationship with God it required me to humble myself and a lot of times that was you know um, checking to make sure that I was allowing God to lead and even discussing before that when I came into my relationship I was used to being you know um aggressive in the way that I speak, the way that I talk, and the way that I treat people, and not even necessarily something that I meant to do. But once I came into a relationship with my current boyfriend, it started to highlight the things that may not be effective in communicating because he was such a soft-spoken person and someone, you know, that was very slow to give any type of anger. I haven't even seen him angry, honestly. So it made me check myself a lot when it came to communicating and, you know, how I speak. But along with that, God always checks me with the simple words, do you want to be right or righteous? And a lot of times people think that being right is what allows you to, you know, speak on what you're thinking or the thoughts that you have. I learned a while ago that um, it's a saying that a smart person has an opinion and a wise person knows when to voice it. And that's what kind of separates you from the things that you know and the ability to communicate what you know. So I'll have all the things intact, all the things in my mind that I can say, you know, to drive this argument. And God will constantly check me with simple things like, do you want to even a score or do you want to show me in you? I always hear like pastors say that you have to kill your flesh every day. Every day is adept to your flesh. And now I'm constantly understanding that that means like I say, God, I need less of me and more of you. And that's pretty much the same thing. Like I have to fight my flesh, the things that my flesh wants, like whether it's, you know, to be right or to, you know, be in charge of everything. So it's constantly like checking your flesh. And God started to really check me when I became, you know, wanting to desire a closer relationship with him, the things that I may have even overlooked, but now he was showing me like, we're going to have to work on this. I had to constantly understand that my pride can't be bigger than my purpose. It's certain times that I will be in a conversation with someone or just listening to someone and I want to add what I'm thinking, not even necessarily correction, but a perspective. And God would have to take the lead on the way that I move forward with that. I had to constantly understand that my purpose was bigger than my pride like my pride could not be bigger than my purpose and last week's episode I discussed that I had to be in a posture to receive the things that God was saying to me and saying about me that's the same thing with the people that we have around us like 
we want to always, you know, add our two cents. And even as soon as you go on Facebook, it's asking what is on your mind. And when you come into a relationship with God, me personally, it was a lot of things that I had to change as far as my communication. So it wasn't to say that the things that I had to add, whether it was my perspective or you know, my argument wasn't valid. It was just a matter of the person may not be in a position to receive what I have to say. That's just like you handing someone money and their hands are in their pocket. It's not that the money isn't valuable. It's just that they're not in a posture to receive what you're handing them. So that's easily going to fall to the ground. They're not ready to receive that. So God has to constantly, you know, um, teach me and show me that sometimes me being right or me having the right things to say does not mean that it's the right time to say it or even that he's released me to say it and a lot of times God has his own way of personally teaching us things and we don't always have the right to you know jump ahead of him because we want to be right in that moment we have to understand that God has a process just like he has a process for me he has a process for other people so he had to constantly you know let me know that what you think does not mean that you're not right but it just means that the way that you say it might make you wrong if that makes sense so sometimes it's not even that the person isn't ready to receive what you have to say but it's that God wants to do it on his own time or he may have his own personal method or you know they may be in their own process so you have to constantly humble yourself to understand that you can't take to take the lead in everything that God is doing it's like God has to trust you with knowledge and know that you're going to know when to use it. That was a hard concept for me to understand because I always seen it as if it was something that I can add to a conversation or whatever it may be. If somebody says something, I'm like, oh, you know, I got a perspective on that. I thought that was my right to add it. And God literally had to humble me so many times to make me understand that that's not always the case. I actually started going through a phase where um, I was disgusted with like my know-it-all attitude and I kind of knew um, I had like this thing where if somebody say something I'm always like I know or feeling like you know I have to add my perspective or even um, I was hearing like how people have a problem of always feeling like they have to add their story to your story like if someone is speaking to you and you have to add you know a time where you went through the same thing and sometimes it's just your job to just listen to that person so I think that was the first thing that um, made me understand I had this know-it-all attitude and once I started getting closer to God it literally disgusted me to the point where God was like magnifying it in conversations where I would have a conversation and then I will immediately have like this know-it-all like yeah well really what you got to do is da -da, da 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 and then afterwards I'm just sitting there just disgusted like why did I do that that is ugly so it was even times where I would go to God like God that is ugly I don't like that like if you could take that from me I don't like it and it was a time where he was magnifying it so every time I did it I would just sit back afterwards like ew like that was an ugly trait that I did not like about myself and that's something I've done for years so um it was also like I always say that God took me through a space where I wasn't talking and it annoyed my boyfriend because a he don't understand where I came from as far as my mouth and how I use words as weapons and how you know like my tongue was a sword if you piss me off or you say something I don't like or you know just the way that I use words it was just an ugly thing to do so 
it was certain things that it wasn't even arguments. It would just be like conversations where he knew that I clearly don't agree with something, but I would not speak on it. Like I would just bow out of the conversation and it seemed like bad communication, but in my mind, I was understanding that God was trying to teach me how to communicate. And I knew at that time I wasn't ready to do that. Like I hadn't fully grasped how to communicate the things that I'm thinking because I was still under the impression that because I feel like I'm right, I can say things the way that I want to say it. And that's not always the case. And even humbling myself to understand other people's perspective and other people's experiences may not be my experience. So I have to humble myself and I would sit in it and kind of look at everything that's being said from like a 360. I'm looking at it from every angle to check myself like the way that I think and like I said I was already understanding that I had this know-it-all attitude so he would get frustrated a lot of times like why won't you just say nothing you'll just sit there quiet and not say nothing and da 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 but again he never understood that I had to do that to protect you know what we were building because if I brought my old way of thinking into this new situation then I would have watched it crumble because I did not have any control over the way that I speak and the way that I communicate. So that even goes with like my co-parenting relationship with my um, children's father. Um, we bring everything like issues to the table when it comes to like corrections with our children and we'll discuss you know okay so what do you think about should we take the phones or whatever we always bring everything to the table to kind of collectively come with come up with ideas of how we're going to move forward and once God started highlighting the way that I was so reactive that's another thing being reactive to everything like everything was just a big reaction and God did not like that and I did not like that so it was times where I would bring something to the table and I'm like you know um I'm not going to immediately enforce any punishment or I'm not going to immediately you know just go in and have these conversations because right now I'm upset and I know that before if I'm upset, I'm not in control over how the conversation goes. And I had this problem where when I'm upset, I have to speak until you're upset. Like, and that is ugly. And I can admit that. That was something I had a problem with, with anybody, even my children. If I'm upset about something that you've done, then I have to literally use my words until I know that you're upset too. So that even kind of um, overflowed into my co-parenting relationship where, you know, I wasn't able to react to things. And my kids had a ball with that. I feel like they felt they was getting away with everything, but they weren't understanding that. I was in a space of trying to reevaluate how I communicate and how I react to things because I want to give you the best version of me. And I want God to be shown in everything that I do and everything that I say. And ultimately, if I'm having a conversation and we all get up upset, you upset me, so now I upset you and we're not achieving anything. Like there's nothing to be achieved in that conversation. And that's not who God is. Um, I had to rely a lot on um, 
you know, the scripture, love is patient, love is kind. And I studied that for so long and I use that as a guide for a lot of my conversations where I wasn't speaking, but I'll go that go back to that scripture and any response that I had would have to go through this guy. Love is patient, love is kind, all of them. And it had to reflect that because if you love someone, that's what you're supposed to reflect in your conversations and the way that you treat people. So like I said, it was a whole period where I felt like, you know, I was just mute. And I, I said before, like, I felt like a punching bag because I'm so used to being so reactive, having these big emotions and these big responses. And during this time, it's like, I was being punched on, not literally, but being punched on as far as like the situations that would re usually result in me giving you these big reactions. And instead I wasn't doing anything, even to a point where sometimes I would just go in my room like, God, I need you to fix it because I'm really like, I'm really about to lose it. But it was during those times where God literally had to teach me like, okay, we're gonna talk, but we're gonna talk where we all get an understanding of what's happening and take something from it. And during this time, I learned a lot from everybody, including my children. Um, I have gotten a lot better with now that I'm able to give a response. Sometimes I'm still stuck, like, because I'm like, you know, that's a lot right now. And I'm not sure that you're gonna see God in my responses. So I have to kind of, it's still like a, it's constantly learning, like, but the thing is God will magnify it and he will show you the things that is keeping you because a lot of places that we are going and a lot of things that God is trusting us with, he has to trust us with how to speak. He has to trust us with giving us the knowledge and giving us the understanding. Even now I say like, I see through people. So you know, I could have a conversation and I just see through the person and I'm still not able to um, say the things that comes to my mind. So it's like God has to trust us with giving us so much and revealing things like I've been praying, God, give me a double portion of discernment. Give me a double portion of revelation. But that does not mean that the things that he has given me, I'm able to just freely speak on, especially if it's just to make myself look good or, you know, to even the score to help me win an argument. So God has to be able to trust us with, you know, the gifts and the things that he has given us and revealing to us, but also understand that we are wise enough to know how to speak and how to communicate to people. So sometimes I'm in conversations or sitting in rooms where I am feeling every emotion. Like I am feeling all types of emotions, but I'm still having to filter how I respond. Like the things that come in my mind, it's almost like before I didn't have that filter. It's just as soon as it comes to my mind, it's gonna come out and that, that wasn't cute. Like it really wasn't like, um, a lot of people used to brag or I used to always see people say like, I just say the first thing on my mind. That's what real people, no, that's not what real people do. You have to learn how to use your words. And we say that to children a lot, but we as adults, I know I had to learn how to use my words. And if I hadn't, my relationship with my children is amazing. Like. I admire our relationship because my children, although we went through a space where, you know, I wasn't talking. So I felt like, you know, y'all think that y'all can just get away with anything and not understand it. I'm just learning how to communicate with you. Um, I never want my kids to have to um, 
heal from the things that they went through in their childhood, especially as far as their mom not being able to communicate properly. So I admire my relationship with my children. And honestly, if I hadn't learned that when I did, I feel like it would have altered the way that my children view our relationship and the things that they're able to share with me. Like I get so much joy when my children come to me and have like whether it's a personal conversation or even just how we can just goof off with one another like i absolutely love that and i know in the past i was an ugly parent like i was an ugly parent there's no i'm not going to sugarcoat it the way that i spoke to my children because i had no control over the way that i speak and i needed you to feel upset because i was upset and that's not how i wanted to raise my children so if i hadn't learned that i feel like my relationship wouldn't be where it is with my children and my relationship wouldn't be where it is with my boyfriend I always say my boyfriend never even really witnessed the person that i was because by the time we got together it wasn't that i had fully understood how to communicate but it was that i was in a space where um i felt so flawed that i was allowing or not speaking on anything i was just letting anything slide anything go and then once we got further in it's like okay so now i'm seeing that ugly streak where when you say something i have to you know belittle you or in and honestly, that didn't last long because like I said, he never gave that back to me. So it made me understand, you know, you're gonna have to change the way that you speak. Um, but I was also glad that God doesn't expose things in us to criticize us or condemn us, but to edify us and to help us grow into the people that he wants us to be. And that is very, that's a lot of um, me learning how to speak is a lot of the reason why um, starting out in this podcast, I always say, you know, I don't want to talk to you in a way that makes you think I got it all together. Y'all know I say that a lot. And really, it's just me wanting to stay humble and help you to understand that I'm learning literally with you. But if I say things aggressively, like, yeah, that's ugly when you do that. I'm really talking to myself. Like, it's not me saying it, you know, about you. It's just literally me going through that experience and realizing, like, that is an ugly trait to have. And I'm glad that I was able, even able to identify it because if I wasn't, it would have ruined a lot of relationships for me. I sit in a lot of spaces and I have a lot of conversations now where I know that the old me would have ruined this moment and i also feel like a lot of times god has planted me in spaces where i'm not able to respond i'm only able to be an example of of him and that sounds weird to say but i'm not allowed to respond of, of you know about the things that are happening or the things that i see that may need correction it's just like i need you to understand that that's not always your job to correct sometimes i just need you to be there and i kind of credit the ability to do that with my season of being mute and filtering because although i'm quiet i am filtering like <laughs> it sounds so crazy but i used to be on like a whole lot of anxiety meds like 
for years I've been off and on anxiety meds and anybody that has been on those know that they almost take away any emotions where it's hard for you to feel anything and that has been me like it's not even that I don't feel the emotions it's just like I used to say I can't be mad if I wanted to like I couldn't be pissed off if I wanted to I couldn't yell if I wanted to and that's kind of how it is now and it's not that I don't feel the emotions but they're filtered in a way that won't allow me to respond in the same ways but i honestly thank god for it because now when i do respond to something it is fruitful like the conversations are fruitful whether it's with friends or whether it's with family members or you know in my relationships um with my daughters like the conversations are fruitful and even when I do, I'm not gonna say that I don't slip up because sometimes, like I said, I don't have the time to um, evaluate, but sometimes people don't see God in my responses still. Like I'm still working on it. I'm always gonna be working on it. But um, ultimately, that's the goal is to learn how to communicate because when God starts placing me as he's placing me and you know these new realms and these new places and speaking to new people i want to have that type of control over my mouth where my words are fruitful and i'm planting seeds with the things that i said not just you know throwing out my opinion or the things that make me feel good or make me feel right i want god to be all through my responses like with everything everywhere i am God teaches us how to love like him and as we learn to love like him we love others and it makes people closer to us just because they recognize God in us and that's the goal for people to recognize God in you like we're supposed to be ambassadors of the kingdom and examples of God's love and you know his patience and his kindness and that was ultimately the goal so I thank God for not just the correction but um teaching me like magnifying these things to me that i can correct it and i identify it so easily now where you know maybe a few years ago that may be something that has been going on for a long time and i'm not even recognizing it now i have conversations where it's just me apologizing like you know especially with my children if i say something a little too quickly and you get more emotion than you get understanding then i have to go back and say you know i really didn't mean that i'm sorry and i'm going to always do that now because i can't sit on it like i'm not able to sit on it if i have a conversation um especially with my children or um my boyfriend then and I say something and I go back, you know, maybe a few minutes, like, you know what, you you didn't have to do that. You didn't have to say that. I always have to apologize. And that was not something that I used to do either. So God teaches us how to love and teaches us to look more like him. This is always a humbling experience. But like I said, God doesn't do it to criticize us. He does it to edify us and help us to grow into the best versions of who we are and who he sees us as. So if I can leave you anything with this episode, I would say to constantly make yourself sensitive to the way that the Holy Spirit is leading you. It's not always into, you know, um, our purpose and our goals and it's things that we have to work on internally there is so much that god wants to you know reveal in us whether it's our gifts but also the things that has our gifts so buried and 
a lot of things that we see as just our personalities is things that are hiding our gifts, the things that are hindering our blessings. So constantly humble yourself to God and allow him to show you the things that you need to see, whether it's to, you know, help you on your journey to walk into your purpose or to literally just build you and construct the things that he wants to construct in you and destroy the things that is destroying you honestly so that's what i will leave you with this episode again if you would like to connect with me on twitter you can connect at with love underscore she i truly appreciate you guys so much for tuning in and i look forward to talking to you next week I can't take no loss, huh? I don't even know what it costs, huh? I hit the ground and it go off, yeah. Hit the ground and it go off, yeah. I can't take no loss, yeah. I don't even know what it costs, yeah. I hit the ground and it go off, yeah. Hit the ground and it go off, yeah, yeah. Run it, run it, ooh. I really feel it's my time, think it's my year, yeah. Yeah, I really feel it's my time, think it's my year, yeah. Yeah, I really feel it's my time, think it's my year.